Is that a nice way to say you're a dramatic mess and I'm not? <laughs> sure. I was like, are you going to deny that? Or <laughs> You are a beautiful disaster in every way. <laughs> Thanks. I could have used some social skills growing up. Welcome back to Herspective. And hello to you. So right off Hi. the top, we will let our listeners know that yes, we did take a week off um, of podcasting and social, a little bit of everything. I think we both just were feeling a little bit of a burnout with our jobs and life and stuff. And um, yeah. Yeah, we just wanted to, as always, give our best to every episode that we do in the pod. And we just thought, you know what? We've been going hard for, we're going on two years. Uh, We're almost at two years. (laughs) Yeah, haven't missed a week. Um, So we decided that for the summer months, we're probably going to do an episode every two weeks. Yeah, I think that, you know, this last year in COVID and everything kind of hit us hard. And everyone, obviously. And no, uh, just us. I know only us. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys can't relate. I know. So we'll tell you about it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I definitely won't tell you about it. Um, and I'm definitely sick of fucking talking about COVID as it is. But I think we just needed a little bit of a break and we love the pod. We're obviously committed to the pod. Don't you guys worry. Um, but we're just trying to, you know, take some life back I guess is the best way to think about it um and well me personally I'm going to be trying to focus on doing fun things because I think I have been so you know when you're like we haven't been able to go out so now it's kind of going in the opposite direction where now I'm like I can't go out I don't want to go out and I'm trying to shake that yeah (laughs) mostly so for sure and I I can relate to that big time and I think we've talked about this a few times on the show just on those like ups and downs of yeah going through covid where you don't you can't go out for so long and then you can go out and you don't want to anymore because yeah you want to like rush home yeah exactly that's all we do (laughs) and the pod is always something that's fun and we love our guests and i think we're just trying to find a little bit more balance while yeah the world And when I say the world, I mean our world being specifically like Ontario is creeping at like a snail's pace to open again. (laughs) Um, But we are getting there. And when this episode comes out, we will have some things open like restaurants and uh, well, at least outdoor patios, non-essential stores. So very exciting. Like it's actually, you know, light at the end of the tunnel finally for real Hopefully the light keeps shining and we don't get put back on a lockdown. But because I don't think we could, I don't think we could. Like I don't think anyone would. No, I allow think there'll be like survive it. assassinations on the masses of our like, yeah. political figures. Yeah. Um, I'll be one of those. Not people. that we're uh, promoting that or endorsing anything no. like that, but no, <laughs> you know, I feel like we have to preface things like that. But no, I I think everyone would honestly like. It, we can't. So There'd be I rioting in the streets it. more than... Not that there's riots. I guess there's protests now. There'd be riots in the streets, I think. that's These oh, are our yeah. predictions. All hell would break loose. Exactly. And I don't think that uh, businesses could survive it. I really don't. And so this is our only option is to just... Um, open up for good and and mentally that's where I'm what I'm going with like this is the only option I'm not even thinking about the alternative but exactly also by the time this episode airs something else amazing will have happened for us yes we will (laughs) have seen each other I know for the first time in like two months yeah, it's right? been way too long, only seeing each other over the screens and obviously talk to each other over the screen. So, yes, I am very, very excited because we will be hanging out for the weekend and we will be together again. And it's just like, I can't wait. I can't wait. And we're going to be on a patio. Like, it just, it's the weirdest thing that, like, if you asked us, well, not a year ago now, but if you asked us two years ago, if 
us seeing each other on a patio would be like a huge momentous thing and be like no what we do it every week like or whatever well Um, actually we were doing it every week not necessarily on a patio but we and for our like you know from the beginning listeners you know that we would go for dinner pre-recording at the same place and get the same shitty service every single time even though we ordered the exact same thing every time anyway that's neither here nor there i hope that and we also ordered a single meal yeah no it is not it's not not here or there it is still ridiculous two years later (laughs) but yes we we were together every time and that's let's focus on that part yeah it made it made a difference and we um that was our time together that was like so well and after volleyball we go to patios then too so oh yeah yeah, we're always on patios we're always together to do called volleyball might you may have heard of it it's a sport um, you may, you definitely probably don't remember it because I barely do. It's been a thousand. And I have really bad news. North Beach closed down for good. Yeah, I knew that a long time ago. That's not. New. Oh, what? <laughs> what? I thought yeah. I was hitting you with like the sad facts. Well, no. I just found this out, and even though I've moved, I'm still devastated for that because I love North Beach. Well, loved. Uh, oh my god, it was well, my favorite yeah. place to go every week. Yeah, no, I'm. I was devastated when I learned about it because it's just another closed business, right? And it was just a place where we played volleyball, we hung out, we had drinks. Yeah, it was, it was just social. An indoor volleyball. Place. Um, yeah, for those that don't know what North Beach is, it's an indoor beach volleyball center that we had been going to for years, and it was just like part of our lives. And now it's gone, so taken away with COVID. But yeah, like big things like. Things are opening. We get to see each other. Um, we're going to take some time after everybody, I'm sure, is feeling the same. But after this year, you know, reevaluating some things um, for us, we're just going to do the pod bi-weekly instead uh, just while we gain regain balance, I guess, in our lives is the best yeah. way to put it. And um, probably come the fall we'll be back on track with weekly episodes um because we do love it and we have so many people we want to talk to and get to talk to and there's just so much information that we want to share and things that we want to learn about so yeah we still and that's another thing we're kind of doing is compiling that and giving the time to really put some thought into it because again you guys know um how much we get from these and it's because we take the time and and find amazing guests and stuff and I think a lot of people our guests and potential guest uh, pool included are just trying to do what we're trying to do which is you know get back to ourselves yeah like literally so I have noticed the a bit of like a trend in some like areas people that I follow regularly you can see that they've kind of taken some time too um everybody's just totally I've noticed it too just kind of reevaluating I think like that's what I'm hot take we're uh basic yeah. <laughs> just like everyone else <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I hope um our listeners didn't miss us too much by missing a week if if you noticed we hope you did um we certainly noticed uh if not then this means nothing to you and you should obviously listen to our podcast more often but <laughs> that's a whole nother story that's a whole nother story so one thing that I learned recently that was kind of disappointing is we installed the Google Home um, camera, the Nest, the Google Nest that you, it's a doorbell. If you ring it, like, yeah. you can see it's a camera. You get it. Um, and you can talk into it. So it comes to your phone, obviously. It comes with an app. And I noticed it dings when anybody leaves the house. So if I leave, it's going to say like someone's, you know, at your front. So I looked at it and it could not capture me in a more hideous way the back of me why am i not hearing about this after i've seen this photo it i was like shook by this for an entire day i was like oh my god i can't look like that do i look like this i will show you the picture i look like it to me now i need to see a shapeless hunchback like just Uh, i've had a photo of me be taken like that and i happen to be in a bikini (laughs) so i'm not in a bikini but i have well i since i have a pool i have walked out front in like a wrap and a bikini top or whatever shorts and it doesn't matter doesn't matter what i'm wearing all pictures 
I look like a shapeless hunchback. It is horrendous. Like, I hate it. Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out ways of how I can, like, get out of my front door without the camera picking me up so I don't have to see my deformed body. Like, it just, ugh. I hate everything about it. Hey, well, and I you don't know... have to try and find methods to get out without looking like that because you don't actually look like that. <laughs> and well, also, I it... love how you're doing this for yourself. Like, I know. Nobody else it's completely this. for me. Well, also, I don't want my husband to see me like, ew, is that what she really looks like? I'm, He's like, Whoa. I've been fooled all these years. <laughs> who is that? No. Oh. I'm like, ew. Where are Lauren, there's a Something hunchback on our front yeah. steps today. Did you see her? Yeah, that was me. It's <laughs> actually me. Um, you don't look like that. That's silly. I know, but it's but just one of those things. Send it to me anyways because I need to see. So you can laugh at me. Yes, I will. Um, yeah. But it's just one of those things that you like, it just captures, it couldn't capture you in a worse angles. And I think it's because it I have to step down. It is funny how that happens. So I'm kind of like sloped as the camera picks me up. And usually my <laughs> arms are like tucked. I don't know. It's just not flattering in any way okay shape, or form. i'm the queen and... of the not flattering <laughs> pictures to the point where it's like it, it has caused uh what's the word here a complex well yeah that too it's caused like a, a complex in my mind where I'm, I'm so confused on what i look like because i see a mirror and i'm like okay and okay. then i see photos i'm like who <laughs> what how like how could i have like you know when you're posture is weird you're making a weird face but it's like i'm doing all the weird things at once in every photo you know what i mean so it's like <laughs> what and i'm so i know i'm expressive and obviously when i'm in the mirror i'm not being expressive in the mirror although at this current moment i am i'm looking at myself <laughs> being expressive and i get it kind of but you're like so the camera it, doesn't crazy. lie i actually do look like this I'm so I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, whoa, okay, okay. It all makes fucking sense now. Next time you're confused, just go look in the mirror and then. No, but it's true. Like, I think pretty much any girl can relate, especially for the most of us take our pictures on our cell phones now. And it's like the other facing camera. And you look in the mirror and you're like, yeah, I look fly. And then you turn your head and snap the picture and it looks completely different. And you look back in the mirror like, wait. I still look fly in the mirror, and then in the picture, you look like Quasimodo. Like, I don't... What is the sorcery behind all this? Seriously, like, what do I have to do? And hence why there's filters, because women are just like, no, I know I look good. The mirror is telling me the truth. The camera is lying, but obviously I need to, like, do something to make the mirror image come out yeah more, but the so. filters are not better i'm no, not one of the people some that of them are, are crazy the i know i'm i'm okay with a like a slight filter like a skin tone softening we know we know <laughs> we all know but yeah i mean i have fun with them just because they are so outrageous like I need a filter on my home, my nest. So when I see... I mean, for things like that, I'd rather see myself recorded in a filter. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh. Rather than look like Quasimodo. I don't I mind would. watching myself you. walk away because I look good with a filter. Uh, but <laughs> it was just a really unfortunate discovery that I made the other day. And I was like, ew. Okay. Don't you hate that when That's you're just going peacefully about your life and then... Technology some, some ruins it. ...bombards you? Yeah. <laughs> like what why why did you have to do that why did you have to ruin my life basically i was having an okay day fuck (laughs) until i saw myself from the back yeah no it's no longer okay um anyway that was an unfortunate moment but uh i'm over it (laughs) sorry that happened to you thank you um so i definitely want to get into the episode today because it's a one that we've been wanting to do forever like since actually the inception. one that we've done <laughs> yeah we're not gonna talk about that one that yeah. we have wanted to do i repeat forever yeah. <laughs> since the inception of the podcast and well we've it's only just hinted us. to this in like yeah it's just us today but we've only hinted and teased this topic in like every single only. episode we've done <laughs> but you know what it's because it's important and it's relevant and it's a thing. And um, we actually did a story where we asked, what do you wish you were taught in school? And we got a lot of responses. So with that being said, 
what we are going to talk about today is things that we wish we were taught in school because obviously times have very much changed since we were in public school and high school and now we're not specifically talking about post-secondary like college or university because that's more like specialized like you pick what you want to well and we're not picky about when we learn this stuff we just wish we knew that stuff now that we're adults and realizing we're navigating the world unequipped and (laughs) in every really fashion disadvantage in every (laughs) single aspect we're like wow why didn't society and our education system all of the yeah everyone why did you not set us up better why so, and this is, like I said, we've teased this in every episode because we're like, oh, I wish I knew that. I wish I knew all this basic information to live, literally all the stuff you need to know to live. We're just out here trying to figure it all out on our fucking own. Like, that seems outrageous to me and to you. And that's why we're doing this episode. Yeah. I mean, pretty much every guest that we've had on because they have a specialized field or they're an expert or they just have like crazy life experience and they're super enlightened, like whatever the case may be, they bring us such important and like mind blowing information that yes, it does seem basic, but when the way they explain it, the way they break it down, it's like, if I had only known that 15 years ago, I would be in a lot better space um actually more than that 20 years ago uh well that's it you said today that that's the last time they changed the curriculum was almost 20 years ago so yeah it was to me that seems a little outrageous as well like how are we not updating this as the time goes well i guess because it's probably since we don't work in the education system we are somewhat uneducated in how all of that works but nothing moves quickly we know this right like um, yeah. So I guess maybe it has something to do with just like how much time it requires. There's probably a lot of voting. To implement curriculum in a whole yeah. country. Yeah. Probably a long time. Pro- probably a minute or two. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, the world has changed so drastically since we were in grade school and high school. Um, and like I said, like talking to our guests and just being like, schooled by them and saying like hey this is something that you know had we been taught in school a lot of adults now would probably be a lot more equipped to handle things so like I said we did an Instagram poll we asked you know what do you wish you were taught in school and we got a lot of great responses but there's definitely a trend like for the most part yeah isn't that interesting We all seeming are seeming to be lacking in the knowledge of the same things that we wish we knew about. Yeah, so to kick this part of the conversation off, pretty much everybody that responded um, to the Instagram question on the story was, we said, what do you wish you were taught in school? And for the most part, everybody, if it wasn't their only response, it was part of their response, said taxes. And mortgage, like how to apply for mortgage, finances. Yeah, like, so, I mean, that says something to me because I think the people that, you know, responded are roughly around our age, um, in a similar life stage. And I can relate. Like, I could not do my own taxes if my life depended on it. If you put a gun to my head right now and said, okay, like, do your taxes, I could not. I wouldn't know where to start. I don't I probably wouldn't can't even, even understand know the, the first place to start. Exactly. I don't even know understand the taxes that are being done for me. Like I I don't even know when they ask for stuff if it's not clearly labeled like T4. I'm like what? You know, and I just it's something that we have to do every year. It's something that it's our money, it's our livelihoods. Like this is not something that we should be t- completely unaware of knowing about. Well, taxes are one of the two guarantees in life, right? Taxes and debt. Yeah. So it is something that you cannot <laughs> That's avoid. A well, but it, the thing is, it's something that you can't avoid. You, if you live in this country, you have to pay taxes, and if you don't, I think the like punishment for tax evasion is worse than like if you murder someone. You don't screw oh, the government. Canada, the government probably. will never lose, right? They will get you in some way or the other. So that being said, I kind of think that since there is an enormous amount of importance on taxes in your entire for your entire life once you become the age of paying taxes so as soon as you start working um, a legitimate job that is you 
have to pay taxes and then therefore you have to file your taxes so why are we not really like taught about taxes like at an early age and not just like yes you have taxes to pay I I understand that like some of because we don't even understand it now it's a difficult concept but I think that if it was like implemented in such a way starting in like grade four or five six I don't know I'm not an expert this is obviously this this whole episode and conversation is more about our opinions um, but we're obviously not alone in those opinions like why wouldn't we get little by little um, starting at such an early age because it's it's yeah Oh, yeah. Important it should and it's be unavoidable. Exactly. And it, yes, you're right. The same way we're not taught like calculus math in grade one. You're built up to it. So if there is, you know, a life course that starts from grade one or kindergarten to all the way up to grade 12, and it has each thing that, you know, you can start incorporating per age group, obviously you start basic and, and get more advanced as you go. Don't you think we'd be like far better off? And I'm not saying we should be cutting history or science or math or anything like that, but maybe making room for things that we 1000% will use. Not everyone's going to need math. Not everyone's going to need science, but we're all going to need to know how to pay our taxes. We're all going to need to know what a mortgage is. And as we talked about with um, most recently with Jody about our real estate agent about mortgages, you guys heard I'm completely not in the know I have no clue about it you know and until you're kind of thrown in the deep end of getting a mortgage and hopefully you have a good mortgage broker that can explain things to you you're never going to know this stuff and and you should and how else are you supposed to prepare and set yourself up properly yeah exactly and I mean with taxes again if we did kind of have at least like the more basic understanding starting early on then for some people, maybe you'd be able to do your own taxes and you wouldn't have to rely on an accountant or H&R Block or like um, a, somewhere that does taxes for you or your parents. Um, I mean, we need those people, so thank God that they exist and, and that's their business and I'm one of their clients because um, we have an accountant, we have our taxes done because I couldn't do it if I wanted to. But I mean, uh, so it doesn't, it's not to say like we all need to come out of school basically able to be an accountant or anything, but it's more about just like the understanding of what taxes really mean and why we have them and what they do. Like I understand that it pays for, you know, our OHIP, our health coverage, um, you know, construction, just private or yeah, private and public sector things. Like all I understand that taxes are necessary to fund all different services and industries in our province and our country. But I just don't like understand how it all gets done and like just you know, the breakdowns and things like that. So I, I do think taxes are a big one and I, I think that you're teaching kids a second language sometimes at kindergarten or grade four depending on what like uh, school system you're in if they can learn a second language they damn well could learn taxes I think because taxes are like a second language if you ask me well they certainly are a foreign language to us (laughs) but that's the thing too and this kind of that probably you know goes for everything that we're going to talk about today or that people wish they knew kids are sponges you could throw all this information at them and they're gonna absorb it you know what I mean obviously if it's at a level appropriate for them so there you're right there is no reason why we shouldn't be having all this you know taught and and as we go and yes I under I, like I think that people like us who don't have a business like we should be able to do our own taxes I know that I don't want to eliminate anyone's profession but and the worst thing about taxes is we have to sit there and figure out what we owe by doing all these foreign calculations. I don't even know what's going on. But then they'll come back and be like, no, you don't owe that. It's like, well, then why don't you just tell me what I owe? Why would you not have just told me that? <laughs> just The government should just send out a letter being like, this is what you owe. Pay it. Okay. Done. Much easier. I think everyone, you know, if they did that, then we wouldn't even be talking about taxes right now. We'd be like, all right, whatever. I don't even want to know. <laughs> Seriously. I, yeah, I don't understand why it's like such a guessing game. But I guess that's why. Especially when they'll exist. come back and say it's wrong. Yeah. Or not. Like, you know How, what I mean? If you already know, 
then why can't yes. you just tell me? Um, yeah. But I mean, we're simplifying things in a lot of ways and I'm not going to put the onus on everybody else. Like, I mean, if I wanted to learn how to do my basic taxes, I'm sure I could. Um, so yes, do I think it would be beneficial to have a more understanding of like how it works, like starting at an early yeah. age in school? Yes. Um, but at the same time, like, I know that I'm an adult now and I could take the initiative and like either seek but help. But same or with get... everything. Yeah. You can learn anything. But the problem is, I just think it's weird that we're forced to be taught certain things, but not any of the things that could make our lives work. Like we have to do our taxes. We have no choice. So why are we not taught about it? We have to budget in order to pay for our lives. Why are we not taught about that? Yeah, and I think we are a little bit, but again, it comes down to like, I do think there should be a more thorough course or classes on it. it it's just a life skills class. And that was even one of the like responses that we got to our posts is people just like basic life skills. And for someone to post that, like it kind of made me laugh because you think you are learning basic life skills until you enter the real world and you're like, I don't know how to do my taxes. I don't really understand what a mortgage is. I clearly can't budget. I'm in debt. Like I owe a billion dollars because I went to post-secondary. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it, it's, it's a funny area. I guess it's kind of a gray area because some people are really good with all of that stuff and they have their like just life on lock right away where many of us don't i would like to say that the majority of us do not um oh in my circle in our our circle of friends yeah it took it took (laughs) us a bit it took us a bit of like time and maturing which i know plays a factor too but i mean the mortgage thing that's a big one and yes we just chatted with jody the real estate agent um about kind of getting into the market and being a first-time home buyer and the and understanding mortgages but that's one that actually has come into the media lately because Ontario has unveiled a plan to roll out part of the curriculum that is a little bit more like focused on financial literacy and they plan to start teaching students how to manage their money for the future and things like debts and savings and how to use a credit card, how to take out a mortgage or like how to pay rent. I think that is fantastic, but I think it's crazy that it's taken this long because, yes, so much has changed over the past, like, 20 years, but mortgages haven't. Like, you've always needed to be able to get a mortgage to buy a home, and that would have been beneficial to me to really understand that process way earlier in life or to have a little bit more understanding about it, not just, like, knowing of the word mortgage growing up I didn't really get what that means and fine some may argue like oh well it's your parents job to like educate you on some stuff absolutely they don't know what it means either they go to this one time and they're done (laughs) I mean some do some don't but I think a lot of people had to learn the same way we did like until you start the process you don't really know what goes into it and how much about it and I mean for us we didn't have the option of like going online and googling what is a mortgage <laughs> like well and, and what child you know whatever do that. that thought to do that <laughs> um but you're right you you mentioned that uh this is this conversation was a little bit prompted by the recent uh curriculum changes and you know we already thought of this we're not just hopping on this trend to talk about it because we always talk about this but we were happy to see that they are making changes and the next generations will become far more aware. And already we know, like, from your kids and our other friends that have kids, the changes that have been implemented in the curriculum, like, they've cut cursive writing. And they do coding now. So, I yes, they are, you know, modernizing the curriculum as it is. But I'm glad to see they're also, again, coding might be important in the future. But it's like, I still think mortgages are more important. I still think... Here's another one that we got in our uh, in our questions in our responses. Mindfulness, focusing on mental health, things like that. We should have a mindfulness or a mental health class first kids so they are in the know about all of that. Yeah, and as we know, we're not in 
the public school system. Um, so we're not teachers, obviously. So I, from with my children, because I hear their classes and I get letters home and all the things, there is an element of that that I believe a lot of teachers incorporate, whether I don't think it's part of the curriculum. And if you're a teacher listening and we're wrong on any of this stuff, please let us know. Like we, we would like more understanding of like how things have changed um, since we were in school. But uh, I think that mental health is becoming a much more important subject matter and it is being rolled into a lot of the classes at all different ages and age appropriate of course like I know with my youngest being in JK they use colors to identify feelings so like you know I I can't explain like what color represents what but other than like red would represent like angry um so that's sort of like paving the way to like starting to learn like how you're feeling and but absolutely like mindfulness is a huge one and um yeah there was sort of like a divide in the responses right we got a lot of financial related responses but then we also got more of that like mental health like we had someone say like recognizing narcissistic behavior um how to run a home how to deal with yourself kind of like so So it's interesting that they want to teach us, you know, subjects like science, math, history, whatever. But, and this is stuff that people should know, you know, history. We should know these things. But also to be a successful member in society, there are a lot of things that we should know beyond, you know, stuff like these subjects. For example, how to properly interact, how to properly socialize. And, I know, again, school does teach that without teaching a course on it. Uh, And I know, again, that the parents have a lot of, you know, responsibility in that respect. But why wouldn't we, you know, incorporate it more as well? Why wouldn't we give more information as well to really train the members of our society to be, you know, the best people that they could be beyond knowing things like math or science or history? Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I get what you're saying. And we do say, like, we understand that your parents or your family has a responsibility. And absolutely. But unfortunately, some people don't have family or parents that have those skills themselves and are able to help their children. Or uh, even worse, some people have really crappy parents. And that is a reality. And they don't care. Or they don't want to teach or like, you know, I, and I definitely don't want to take this down a dark hole at all. But like you've got parents on the absolute worst end of the spectrum that are abusive. So, I mean. Well, and that's the thing when you watch all. So we just watched um, on Netflix Girls Incarcerated and every single girl had bad parents, had was looking for love. You know, I'm not saying teachers should be out there loving all the students, but breaking these cycles or if there's a way that's what it comes down to it's always so cyclical so if there's a way that we can incorporate things and um, I don't know ways in which to kind of also help fight those cycles don't you think that's important too yeah and I know that resources are available and I believe they were definitely available when we were younger if there was a student in a unfortunate situation like that but I think what we've learned uh, especially talking with Shay from free them and like just the human trafficking conversations that we've had that these are secrets like people aren't out there talking openly about the abuse that they're experiencing whatever kind of abuse it is so you know no fault of the teacher they may not know so if it was something that was a conversation rolled much more frequently and maybe even more in depth in a certain class then it may allow those particular individuals, students to seek help or seek resources or speak out about it, confide or at least in a recognize teacher. something's going on because sometimes yeah. they don't even know till it's too late that what they've grown up with knowing is bad or wrong or not good for them. You know what I mean? Or if quote unquote, you know, not normal. Right. If everyone you know does drugs, your family, your friends, your everyone that you know of course you're going to do drugs, but if you're taught in school drugs are bad, and that this is a poor example, but you know what I mean. If you're taught in school um, that there's an issue, it might make you just consider it. Maybe you're still going to fall down the cycle. And again, this is really broad. There's a lot of 
you know, elements that go into these things. But maybe you recognize that, oh, there that's so, there's something different with me or something, you know? Yeah. And for sure, this is like a topic that we could take into so many different directions. But in respect of like what we're talking about today is just the things that we wish that we were taught. And I really don't remember like hearing a lot about it like yes you knew abuse was bad sexual abuse physical abuse mental verbal um you you kind of got a little bit of that in your sex ed class or your gym class but i don't Um, really remember sex ed class talking about anything real about sex like i i remember it being very um i don't even know like the right terminology unfortunately but like like light basic like more literal like the anatomy um, the biology of it. Um, it, and this is just continuing on this topic is that like, you didn't really get into the discussions about relationships and there is an element of mental health that gets rolled into relationships, of course. Right. Like it's all, it was either the extreme, it was on two ends of the the spectrum, either really extreme. Like if someone touches you inappropriately, like that's not okay. If someone's beating the hell out of you obviously that's not okay or verbally abusing you not okay um or like the other side of it was just like this is how your body works and a sperm and an egg makes a baby kind of thing um yeah you know it didn't get into just relationships and i think that is a huge thing that should be talked about every relationship's different i understand that you can't blanket this and and maybe that's why it's not really discussed in schools is because it's so individual um but just kind of like understanding narcissistic behaviors and gaslighting and things like that and to be honest i don't know if a teacher would be willing to even talk about that with their students um or yeah, which teacher be like would be qualified maybe you have a course that brings in psychologists or psychiatrists or counselors something like that just to kind of give an example of like these relationships because so many people get into relationships in high school and they don't like let's be real you don't know what you're doing and they can be abusive and you may think you're in love or or even something small like you have sex before you're ready and this is something we learned when we talked to ariel about the lack of of sex education when it comes to children and then they make decisions that goes well the shame right and they make decisions that might not have been the best thing for them but they just you don't know what you don't know and when you're a teenager even though you think you know you don't know so of course if we can't kind of went into the you know teenage years a little bit I don't know, more stocked with information, it could change the outcome for a lot of things. So having like classes like, and not just mental health, just social etiquette, social classes, like, you know, everything we just said, (laughs) having classes to teach you more about social skills and interactions, I think could be super helpful. Yeah. And classes that talk, and when we were talking about mindfulness, like classes that you know, teach you kind of how to get in touch with yourself and that it's okay to have like internal thoughts. And obviously we're not talking about like very dark negative thoughts or hurting other people. We're just talking about like those are not okay. getting in touch with yourself and having those one-on-one conversations and, you know, like listening to your mind and, and noticing the reactions of your body in certain situations, like what cat a somatic therapist talked to us about a couple episodes back like that one was really a big thing for me and I do think that would be super beneficial um in in schools if there was like a class on mindfulness and just like somatic therapies um because I really didn't fully understand like my body even like into high school like later into high school like of course I understood like my parts and how they work but like being in touch with it. And I've talked about this on the show many times and, you know, even into like my later years, it was still, my body was still kind of a foreign place to me. And but I still think you're far more in touch with your body than most people, than me. Like you are more in tune with it. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, that's a hard one to like compare. I think it's like, it depends what we're talking about. I think I'm more in tune with my mind than, 
you might be. Is that a nice way to say you're a dramatic mess and I'm not? <laughs> um, sure. I was like, are you going to deny that? Or... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you are a beautiful disaster in every way. <laughs> Thanks. But I could have been, I could have used some social skills growing up. I think I would have been, you know, not where I am right now if I <laughs> learned that. What? You're in a great spot right now. I mean. No, I know, but. The thing is, this is all just like predictive. Like, oh, if we had known this, we would have done this. If we had known that, we would have done that. But for all we know, we would have ended up in the exact same place. But I just think that because and this is why we've said this, because we have seen the world change so much. Our generation is really interesting because we started without the internet, um, like as it is today, obviously. Uh, then it slowly kind of became more and more advanced, and now it is where it's at now. And obviously just like growing and growing, getting more advanced and technology is crazy. But our generation is a really interesting one because of that fact, in my opinion, like having you know, to use a regular phone and with a cord on it and not having like just this, the world at your fingertips at any second of the day living in your pocket. Yeah. And dealing with dial up puts hair on your chest. Like, I don't know if you guys even know what dial up is, but (laughs) think of the most frustrating and outrageous. But back then it was like top coming of age moment and like a character building exercise. (laughs) All in one. How many like, if you want to test you your have? patience, <laughs> watch your dial up go as you're anxiously awaiting to get on those chat it rooms. to load. And I want to go on MSN and Napster. Like, I mean, you're you you're a couple years is. younger than me, so like that was even I was before that. Dial up meant something different for me. It was what like was it like getting onto those chat rooms <laughs> with thousands of strangers? I mean, this is, I did yeah. chat rooms too, though. Yeah, but this is like remember ASL. Whole. Yeah, age, sex, looks, <laughs> location. <laughs> oh, you know what? ASL. I don't think I ever said location. I think I knew enough, but even back then, like you don't tell people where the fuck you are. Um, but anyway, no, that's, it just means like okay. Anyways, that's yeah. a that's a conversation well, for another time. Yeah, because yeah, th- <laughs> those have advanced quite a bit. Um, but yeah, like we, so then we didn't have the same kind of pressures and that's why I think all of these topics that we've discussed are so important to be taught in school because everything now kind of does stem from what you see on your screen from the internet. Like you have access to absolutely everything at all time. I, even as an adult, like suffer from different things, you know, obviously feeling inadequate or not feeling like pretty enough or not feeling successful enough. And because I'm constantly bombarded and in fairness, by choice in a way, by the thousands of people that are what could be deemed better than me in whatever regard, whether they're success, physical, like, you know, financial, all the things. Um, so to be able to have access to that and be faced with that on the daily in like, you can't turn a corner without seeing something from like such a young age. I mean, both my kids use devices. Um, I mean, TikTok, uh, reels, all that stuff. Like I have a almost 10 year old and he's very much like I limit him a lot. Like he has TikTok. Yes, but it's private. So he can't really like is like seven people on his account um because i just do don't check think that often i do look at it yeah um but he's not really allowed on it that often right because i just don't think it's necessary and i know that it's the way of the world but these are the things that like i would like to and because my son is in virtual school like most kids right now still and will be until the end of june anyway um, I do hear like the conversations uh, with the teachers and in the in the virtual classroom and I'm not hearing a lot of discussion about like social media and again this is not a slight at the teachers at all because I understand like you're trying to still provide them an education through a screen I can't even fathom the challenge that is uh, outside of what I can hear and how challenging it is um, but then again it's the mental health aspect like they had they went from every day getting up and going to school to pretty abruptly being like now you can't come to school you cannot see your friends you're not really supposed to see anybody you can't go to 
like parks there was for a time when that was a thing you aren't able to go to play centers you can't play sports like their whole life was pulled out from under them and for their small minds like these are things that need to be constantly discussed in the classroom right now whether it is going to be virtual or in person anyway because this is when they learn they develop that mental health or coping skills right yeah and and i think that that again like you said like we're not faulting any sort of teacher or anything i don't even know why anyone would be a teacher it takes a special kind of human to do that um and thank you to those that are (laughs) yeah good for you guys but you're right like there are do teachers and this is a question do teachers go above and beyond to like teach things that are relevant in that day so like you mentioned social media today are they talking about how and is and we know there's not a class on this so do you do they incorporate this type of talk or conversation or information for kids in uh, like you know before and after the subjects I don't know because I'm not really hearing that in any of the classes that my son has Maybe it comes up in a different grade. I don't know. Like I do have a friend who's a teacher. She teaches high school and cell phones are a huge problem because everybody has one. And, you know, a few years back, like if you weren't on Wi-Fi, you were screwed. But now everybody has data, like unlimited. So the addiction is real, as we all know. So being a 15, 16, 17-year-old kid, you have a phone that gives you, once again, access to the entire world in class like she has to take the well she can't take the phones apparently but to ask them to put it away and it's like a constant battle of like put it down put it down put it down so i mean what Why are they can't looking she at take the phones because it's personal property what i used to it's have for safety take it away yeah well i'm but this is again like part of the things that have changed and i would as a parent i would vote to bring that back like if there is an emergency and I need to get a hold of my child, that is what the office is for. That is what the receptionist is for. That's what I call the school for and say, get a message to so-and-so immediately. They have to come home or I'm picking them up or whatever, whatever the emergency would be. You can get a hold of your child. You do not need them to have a cell phone on their person at any given moment during the day. We didn't and we all managed to survive um so yeah, like but every teenager is cursing you right now <laughs> and you know what i'm i get it and i'm probably sound like the old mom right but you do <laughs> I, I do but i also recognize like as a adult seeing like how having a cell phone and with the internet and everything social media has changed my life and has taken me out of my own life at times and I've become very unpresent. So it's these kinds of conversations that I would hope that teachers can have with their students to say like, yeah, you're going to hate me now or you don't buy me buy it now, but maybe something of what I'm saying will stick in your mind because your phone is not the world. Like it's not the end all be all to everything. Like you need to be present in your own life. You need to have like goals, like sitting there and watching hours and hours and hours of TikTok videos or like your favorite influencer and influencer or content creator, whatever celebrity and just like aspiring, but not doing anything about it. And just, you know, kind of sitting there hoping that some opportunity is going to fall in your lap and you, you'll be the next TikTok star. Like, I don't think it really works like that. Like, Yes, we know that lots of people can gain a ton of followers and maybe, you know, they get some perks from that. But, like, it's just changed the world so much. And I think that it's been brought, like, the the allowance of these phones is brought into the schools and it, it takes the kids away from, like, what they're supposed to be doing. And this is, like, the time that they could be learning about mindfulness, mental health, sexual, um, like, sex ed in a real way, um you know, mortgages, taxes, debt. <laughs> I feel like that is one of the lessons, as much as we're saying they should be taught, kids should be taught everything in school. I feel like, you know, being present and enjoying the moment is one that comes with maturity, comes with age. As much as we're saying, yes, teach mindfulness, and I do believe that that should be taught, I don't think anything could come between a teenager and their phone. Like, they would choose that over everything. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's a problem in itself, and I'm guilty of it in a lot of ways. Um, I'm I'm not innocent. I like I said, I've let my kids be on devices since they were really little, 
because it's available. So there's a, but there's a lot of benefits. Like I, I can't knock it. Um, obviously they, it has opened a whole different world for people in general. Um, but like just going back to kind of what we were talking about before, like the phones and all that aside, like learning about, you know, debt management and or not getting into debt and then budgeting and credit card services and like what that really means to have a credit card. And if you default on your credit card, like what that rating does, because that drives right into the mortgage. If you have bad credit, you can pretty much kiss the chances of getting a mortgage goodbye until you fix your credit. So if you're not being taught about this early on and you walk out of school, you become a student, you get a credit card, you don't really fully understand like if you spend all the money and never pay it back what that means and then flash forward five years later, you've kind of ignored that credit card and now you want to get a mortgage or however many years later and they're like, oh, well, you have a terrible credit rating. Like, yeah, but they don't tell you that when you get your credit card and I guarantee you, I don't know one person who got their first credit card at the age of 18, like literally 18 on the dot that was responsible with it i do not know one person i know everyone i know got their credit card fucked it up yeah i am included uh, yeah absolutely i got into a huge amount of debt and like word to the wise or anybody young listening like i got into debt with an ex-boyfriend you know it wasn't like you know so much debt that it ruined my life but at the age that I was it was about ten thousand dollars that's a huge number and I ended up having to sue him um so to go through something like that in my early 20s it's <laughs> a whole nother episode <laughs> yeah to go something like that in, in my early 20s was crazy like had I understood it better yes did I mismanage my credit card absolutely did he did we together we abused what it was for sure but because we didn't really fully understand it i didn't even well, connect it. the dots you don't know what that the repercussions credit, are exactly that my mismanagement of this credit card was going to affect my chances of getting a mortgage later in life or anything no because you think it's just okay yeah we'll pay it back but it's not like okay well the longer that you do the more time oh you miss a payment credit is fucked like they don't say that they say you can't miss a payment okay well you know you don't but really you understand can miss how that will That's carry with you you can miss payments you pay more interest it's if you miss too many payments when it gets like problematic or you don't pay large enough payments depending on what your balance is so it's just like all these little factors of credit and debt and finances that you don't really understand and I know that I think you can take like a course in high school that kind of gets into it I think it's an accounting course to be honest not Um, in our years I don't know I didn't take it so I don't I couldn't even tell you (laughs) if it was available so if 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 it was then I think that's something that also should be more pronounced in school when you're selecting your classes Absolutely. I think that's that's like the point of the show here. There's things that should just be mandatory. Like you shouldn't have canceled like home ec because one of the responses we got was how to run a household. Now, I'm interpreting that person's response to be like, you know, how do you pay your bills when you own or rent a property? Um, what if you're a parent? What bills like, do you even need? Yeah. Like how do you get bills? <laughs> Yeah. Um, like, what is hydro, and why did why is that electricity <laughs> and not water? <laughs> why do I, what is that? Asking for a friend. <laughs> but you know, I mean, we've we've said it a hundred times here, and I think that we've got our point across of all the things that we're taught. And I think, if anything, this this episode has just been really telling that again, we don't know shit. <laughs> These respective girls really know nothing. Ah, um, uh, no, and, I do not subscribe to that. I know some things, but I've learned the well, hard way. We're all, learning. Yeah, the hard way for me in a lot of ways. Well, yeah, me too. That's my point. That's what we're doing. Yes. <laughs> we're just saying it loud and proud. Yeah, we like this know. was a conversation, definitely just a conversation to kind of just like talk through it. And we hope our listeners will give us feedback. <laughs> We're validating and ourselves. A hundred percent. And we hope that, yeah, our listeners will give us some feedback. If there's teachers listening and that they will give us feedback. Like we're, we're curious as to what direction 
the school system is going and like have they incorporated some of what we've talked about into more mandatory classes or are you a teacher that like just sees the importance does it on their own and yeah exactly um you know because i i fear for the generation the next generation my children um in a lot of ways because i know i will try and talk to them about these things and help set them up for their future and be successful in whatever way they want to be successful but i think the reason we also think it should be taught in school is because you spend so much of your time there and most people don't listen to their parents well, I was just I was just thinking that I was like, oh yeah, that, that conversation is gonna go really well when you sit down the eighteen year old with the thousand dollar credit and be like, okay, don't spend it. Yeah, that'll they'll listen to that. Or even but before. you're right, exactly. The, yeah, teenagers don't listen. But th- what I was just gonna say is they are there all day. So that is why I do believe that it goes beyond. Um, it's not a cop out for parents like, oh, you don't have to parent, but we're. You're teaching, you have eight hours to teach them stuff. Just make the stuff a little bit more relevant, I think, to real the real world. I don't care. And, and maybe I would sing a different tune if I was a scientist, but I do not care about the periodic table. It does not affect my life whatsoever. You know what I mean? Knowing that shit did not help me in any way, but knowing about a mortgage certainly would have. And I'll just drop this really quickly. Things like uh, learning how to garden or, you know, be a little bit more sustainable. Why is there not an emphasis on that or any sort of, you know, environmental practice? Stuff like that is what I'm thinking. That is a great point. Um, I know that we all did the like take your seedlings home and watch the seeds grow. But it was more about learning the life cycle of the plant from my memory. And I could be wrong, but my kids are doing it too. I agree. They're in different stages in school and they're both kind of doing the same thing. Obviously, Jackson's more advanced um, than Cole in that regard. But yeah, I 100% think it would be so valuable to be taught like how to grow your own food. We already know that I have a black thumb, so I can't garden. Maybe Um, if you were taught better, you would. I mean, I'm (laughs) like in my late 30s and I'm barely can like I'm trying to grow some tomato plants and cucumber plants and they're alive still. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see if I if they bear any fruit, as they say. Um, but like, you know what, like, and we will get into a much deeper environmental conversation. We're looking for the right guest to have that, yes, to have that conversation with. But the thing is, we also know the way of the world right now and land is sparse and therefore the space to grow food on is decreasing and water supply and all these things. So I kind of think this is a very important thing to be taught is like how to be self-sustaining in some ways I mean I don't think we can most people probably don't have the space to grow an entire like produce section um and you know you don't have space for meat animals (laughs) like cattle (laughs) fair enough we're not suggesting you go out and buy cows but but maybe the whole world should be vegetarian actually um, something well, that's been, another conversation. That is too. another conversation. But the point is, like, you should probably know how to like feed yourself in a like if you had to grow food for yourself and 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 just because what like what does that it's hurt? Just a it great will life only skill, benefit yeah. the world. Absolutely, yeah. it's a great life yeah. skill. Um, yeah, and exactly like benefit the world with like if you grow flowers in your home, that helps the bees. We need the bees. It's just like all those skills that I think we would have taken for granted um I certainly did because I didn't even give it a second thought and then I'm like oh I want plants in my house oh but I can't keep them alive why I I have no idea how to do it um it's more than just watering them so it's just like all those little things and um while technology is great and that is our future until there's no like land space left then we're gonna have a different problem that's why we're then we'll be singing a different tune that's why people are trying to live on mars but yeah going off on a bit of a tangent here um it's just really interesting to think about like the difference in our education and where it's at now and like how it's changed over the generations and unfortunately we didn't like really get into like history um because we did learn lots of 
different histories. And one of the responses we got was history and herstory, which I think is a great point. Um, I know that we learned about some prominent figures, female figures in history. But well, the fact that you even say that, like, oh, yeah, I, I remember learning about some females. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other story, too. Obviously, we know about the patriarchy and well, maybe we should learn more about that in school and well, privilege and things like that. This is definitely coming to light more based on um, the injustices that like our indigenous people have gone through, obviously, specifically speaking about the 215 children's. Um, bodies that were found in Kamloops at a residential school. And like, we will be exploring this more on its own episode as well. Yes. Um, and I mean, that's just an absolutely heartbreaking discovery. And I do remember learning about it. I certainly know that my son has learned about it and not in like the brushed over kind of way. Like he came home when they started talking about this, I think last year he was still in school um, quite upset and some of the books that yeah, they had provided this. yeah like were really serious so I unfortunately you know he was upset by it but that's because he's a compassionate person and cares and doesn't you know wants everybody to be treated properly um, I was actually happy to see that they were talking about it in such a direct and realistic way and hopefully by doing so we will never ever like go down such ugly paths in our like in society again um you know because racism is very much still exists and that's also another topic and I know the schools do talk about that too um but yeah like we weren't really taught the real history and I think it's important to stop sugarcoating stuff like that I hope our education system has learned that and they need to just be like real about Canada's history, the world's history, um, and not trying to make whatever city or country you live in always look like the good guy. Because I don't think... Because it's not. Yeah, there's no country that doesn't have skeletons in its closet, right? There just isn't any. Um so, well, everywhere that's been colonized has a, a hideous past that can't be ignored. Exactly. And just far too many injustices have been done to far too many people and generations of people. And, like, it, it really is heartbreaking. And I'm not educated enough on any of that because I didn't learn it in school um, to speak mm-hmm. speak confidently on it. Because, you know, I definitely don't want to come across ignorant or, like, offend. And I know you don't either. But... I can say, like, I wasn't taught the real history, in my opinion, the way I hope it's going to be taught or is being taught now and in future. And, um, yeah, I'm glad we had this conversation, even if it was just for us to validate. No, well, (laughs) the the truth is, I think we're all a bunch of you know, uneducated dumbasses running around this world. I don't think it was just for us. I think we are all at a disadvantage from not being taught the right things. So I'm sure most people listening took away the exact same or felt the exact same points as us. I feel like most people probably didn't, like, subscribe to your we're a bunch of dumbasses running around. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. You're like, because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Um... Um, <laughs> no, no, but I I, get, I know what you mean, lessons. and yeah, like we just have so much to learn still, and if we could learn a little bit of it earlier on, like you said at the start of the show, we would just be much more equipped individuals to deal with life, to deal with like entering into a pandemic. Um, and we where wouldn't the world have felt like down. dumbasses when we needed to be no knowledgeable, you know. I know that's how I feel when when we're getting into things. I'm like, oh, why don't I know about this? Why is this a different language right now? Yeah, and I think it needs to be said there's a difference between, like, when you said you can't know what you don't know. Like, some stuff, well, pretty much anything now, if you're interested in it, you can look it up. But there's things that you don't know that you need to know. Who has an interest in mortgages? (laughs) Well, the mortgage brokers. (laughs) Real estate agents. 
I don't know. Uh, there are obviously people that have an interest in everything. Some light reading, just learn it, learning up about mortgages. I guess. It doesn't really appeal <laughs> to me, but there are some. Same with taxes. Like, I think that it would make my brain explode um, or I might jump off a bridge. But, I mean, it appeals to some people and I'm glad that they exist because we need we need you. <laughs> We need you mortgage brokers and accountants. Yes. Jess and I specifically need you. Um, But yeah, it's just been like, it's it's just an interesting conversation to have to like go back and think about all this and how much better off we'd be if we just knew stuff. We knew more stuff and the hope that our future generations will have that opportunity and, you know, Stephen Lecce, our Ontario education minister, if you're listening, you probably are. Um, I hope you Obviously. take something away from this conversation. And and we do applaud you for, for implementing these things better late than never. Absolutely. I, I really do because that hopefully will mean I don't have to attempt to teach my children about mortgages. I know. They, how they'll would know you? more about it in grade nine than I will know ever probably. Still. Yeah, yeah, still. Yeah. Still don't really understand it. But somehow I got a house, so pat on my back. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the trick. Maybe well, maybe we could have said this from the get-go. You don't really even need to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, my kids will know everything. They'll teach me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad we did this. And I do hope our listeners took some stuff away. I know we, we often go off on tangents, so we don't get to discuss, like, every little thing that we wanted to or ex- or planned to when we go into these conversations. But um, always happy to continue the chat outside of the pod on instagram through email wherever yeah hit us up we love to hear from you guys and uh feel free to you know discredit anything we've said uh we're always interested in in continuing to learn or feel free to to agree you know whatever whatever you want to say we're interested to hear from you absolutely and just a reminder, we will be doing episodes bi-weekly moving forward, so every two weeks. And um, hopefully everyone still... For the summer. enjoy. Yeah, for the summer. Thank you. Hopefully everyone still will tune in and listen. We're going to have a lot of great guests coming down the pipe as per usual. And as always, follow us at Herspective underscore podcast. Awesome. All right, guys. See you in two weeks. See you in two weeks and stay tuned for all the great content that we're going to get when Jess and I are face to face in the flesh. Yay! Yay! Goodbye! Bye. Bye. Bye.